everyone. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce that Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches Live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches Live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. This Wedgie Broadcast is brought to you by Wrangler. Wrangler, built, durable jeans, long-lasting, covered in calm. Uh, this episode of Wet Jeans is brought to you by Bash Pro Chops. Oh, 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 oh. Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to Wet Jeans! Wet Jeans! Wet Jeans! Wet Jeans! Wet Jeans! 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 That made my head hurt. Seriously, my head really hurt. <clears throat> so, anything new going on? Looks like you got a haircut, maybe? No. Uh, nothing? Everything's the same? And nothing new? No, At all? Not really, no. Did you hear anything? you hear any... <clears throat> You hear anything about this uh, romaine lettuce outbreak? Nope. So apparently uh, a bunch of romaine lettuce has been called back due to some E. coli outbreak, which is a bacteria that I think causes death and or diarrhea. And uh, wow. apparently it's been just friggin' covered, covering all over the romaine lettuce. Uh, stores are recalling it and people are dying in the streets like diseased cattle. Well, I haven't heard about this. That's weird. Yeah, it's a pretty big thing, apparently. I mean, this is fucking why you don't eat healthy. Because it just, all that shit. That's why I've never eaten healthy. You really shouldn't eat healthy. Like, is it, it's your first day of your diet. You're trying to be healthy. You're trying to eat healthy. You're trying to be a better human. Yeah. You have one bite of romaine lettuce, and then you're fucking dead. Dead as fuck. You're laying down. You're bleeding out of your eyes and your mouth. Your head is completely detached from your shoulders. Your ass cheeks. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> your ass cheeks have just completely fallen off. Is that why I have my ass cheeks? I don't have ass cheeks anymore. It's because you ate that romaine lettuce. Yeah. Hmm. I went to Subway once and the guy goes, any lettuce? And I said, fuck you. Fuck yourself. How about that? They're saying that putting lettuce on your barrier is like the same thing as putting a gun in your mouth. Tweet that. <laughs> Did you hear about the Malaysian airplane? They found out that there was a little problem with the engine, but they did fix it. But the engineer was eating a salad on his lunch break and a little piece of romaine. Fuck! Little piece of romaine lettuce fell right through into the rotor. Out the window? Rotor, bailer, nowhere. No, he was working on the, the airplane engine. Oh, okay. And it dropped down into the rotor. And that's what caused the airplane to just go completely off the grid. Super heartbreaking. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll be. Well, I'll be damned. So tell me about this app you're working on. I just started working on it. Let me give you a little backstory, though. And for the 30, 20, 20, 30 people listening, we were up in North Scottsdale. We need like three or four of my guys to play football. So me, being the innovative guy that I am, I went on Tinder and I set it to males only. 
and some matches came in, and I offered some guys to, like, come play football with us, and it just didn't work out the way I wanted it to. They just wanted to hook up, and I thought I made myself clear that we just needed some guys to play ball with us to make the teams even, but it didn't work out. One guy got really mad at us because I guess he drove an hour from Phoenix in rush hour uh, to come over, and I was saying, that's your fault. I was honest and upfront that we just need an extra guy. We need one more guy at that point. So there was only a couple, or is there a couple of tender guys over. We need one more guy to make the team even. And you took it the wrong way. That's not my problem. Yeah, that's not on you. Just because you match on Tinder with someone doesn't mean you're trying to hook up. Right. So my idea is to make an app for guys that just, it's going to be flag, oh, it's going to be football based, but it's going to be have longevity. If it's going to have any longevity, we're going to need to, incorporate video games uh, you know things guys like to do piss out say can i piss out here instead of going into the house yeah invite some guys over um piss in anywhere but the bathroom things like that but um yeah anyway you know um what else have been i've been focusing on my body just been eating a lot healthier working out no so like, what have you been focusing on? Just focusing on it. Just, like, paying attention to it. Just looking at it more? Yeah. Just been focusing on my body. Okay. It, How was your Thanksgiving week? It couldn't have been worse, actually. Thanks for asking, though. <laughs> it's probably the worst week of my life. My Postmate driver tried to kiss me on the lips. Um, I didn't do anything on Thanksgiving. Wait, you were in the back seat, and was he driving? No, my Postmates driver. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking Uber for some reason. No, so I didn't do anything for Thanksgiving. I sat on the couch for over 10 hours, and then I ordered a Frappuccino on Postmates, paid 14 bucks for it, and then he, like, leaned in and, like, tried to, like, give me a peck on the cheek. Really? Yeah. And you pulled away, or? Um, I pulled away, but not, like, too aggressive. I didn't want to be mean. I mean, yeah, he has feelings. I did that. My Uber driver begged me for a tip. It fucking pisses me off when they do that. I don't get it. Just be nice and I'll tip you. You don't have to fucking ask me for a tip. Why do you have to tip for everything though? I mean, you're just, you're driving a car. I can do that. I just, I'm too drunk to. Then I'm going to report you and give you one star if you, if you beg me for a tip. But I woke up on Thursday, had no idea who I, I don't even know what gender I was. Cause on Wednesday night I went out. I didn't know it was such a big thing to go out on Wednesdays now. It's, it's. Uh, it's supposed to be the biggest year, like at bars, or biggest day of the year at bars. Honestly, really? Yeah. No, I actually didn't know that. It was fucking packed. It yeah, was packed in go. Old Town. I'm not sure how it's how that tradition started. I think it's because people everybody heads home and they like meet up with their those losers from high school, mm-hmm. and they just get fucked up at like some random bar. Yeah, that's where it, it all started. When I was at a bar on Wednesday night, and this kid, he was like in mosh pit mode, and I told the bottle girl. Hey, just to let you know, like, we have nothing to do with that. And I'm like, that kid is starting a bunch of bullshit. And I'll be point blank. I, if we're in a bar and you're starting a fight and it's near us, like, I want nothing to do with it. I'll immediately say it was that kid. Get that fucking kid away from me. And the girl, the bottle girl goes, well, he's the card holder. Oh, oh all right. So how about this? How, can he just take out a gun and shoot me in the head? If you're the card holder, you can. Your Honor, he was the card holder. Case dismissed. It's one of the, I forget which one, it's one of the amendments. It's, 
if you, it's just, I don't know the exact wording of it because I haven't read the, the Declaration of Independence in a while, but um, if you have a card, yeah, you can, you, you, can, you can literally shoot people in the streets and stuff with your card holder. Well, he's the card holder. Oh, all right. I'll just go fuck myself, actually. How about that? How was yours? <laughs> it was good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't as eventful as yours. Uh, you know, just chilled in uh, Thousand Oaks, California, where half the place is burnt to the ground. Nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. Were you, were you involved in that? No, I wasn't, actually. You didn't have to evacuate? Evacuate. Evacuate. What? Evacuate. I didn't have to evacuate, no. Crazy this, was post, this was post-wildfire. Is it gone? I don't know. A lot of it's up more in Northern California anyways. Like, I don't think it's the worst in, in the L.A. area. In all serialness, so that's fucking shitty that happened. nuts. Yeah. California's just not meant to be lived in. No, just... It, the Earth is literally at the point where it's just setting itself on fire. It's just in panic mode. There's the San Andreas... Grand Theft Auto Grand San Andreas Fault... There's wildfires. There's kids that wear white sunglasses in the Bay Area. Yep. There's the Bay Area in general. There's a lot of bad things going on in California. I don't get why the, the housing rate, the market, the market these days. It's because of the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ. What does Dow Jones do? According to my E-Trade app. Ever since I made $27 on Bitcoin, I public figure I, has been in my Instagram bio. I just, I just love money. And I, like I'm team no sleep. You, can, you know someone makes a lot of money when they put hashtag team no sleep or they tweet about, about not sleeping. It's not a bad idea to get some rest sometimes. Yeah. It's really not. I feel like most money is made during the day anyways. When I downloaded E-Trade and I started, I started grinding, that's, well, that's how we sat lower bowl at the Coyotes the other day. I just put it on my entrepreneur business card. Oh, really? Yeah. Your E-Trade card? That's cool. Yeah. So one thing I did notice at the game was the amount of action in the bathroom. It was it was pretty remarkable. Oh my god, there there's some psychos, and you have to be a whole another level of psycho to take a poop at a sporting event. I, I when you walk in there, you see people's feet pa- facing out of the stall. You know exactly what they're doing. When you told me that, I went in there and people were grunting. Under what circumstances do you set yourself up that you have to take a shit? In a public arena. The worst place to do it. Yeah, by far. Nonetheless. Not even in just the bathroom, but like during gameplay. The game is two hours long. It's two and a half hours long. What? I used to... You should be able to train yourself where you don't have to take a shit at a two and a half hour sporting event in the worst bathrooms on the planet, arguably. Well, think about how much pooping experience you have throughout your life. You should absolutely know when... You're going to take a poop and when you shouldn't take a poop. It's insanity. They you can schedule even... it around school when you're a kid, right? Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, I would make sure I didn't have to do it in a public bathroom. I've never dropped steam at school once. I don't think I ever did either. It's like, it's, I think it's like almost like a superpower for people to be able to do it, honestly, because it's my biggest fear. At a hockey game and you are in the stall absolutely laying down steam. It's two and a half hours long, dude. Hold it together. Seven. You know what my theory is? What? I think it's all like dudes that like just got married or whatever. I think they intentionally buy tickets to go to stadiums and, and poop because they can't at home because like their wife, they don't want to do it in front of them. That's actually genius. That's what I was thinking. That's the number one reason why I can't get married because I'll never be able to take a poop in the same house as a girl. Yeah. I mean, you would have to lie about it. Yeah. I need, I mean, and there's nothing I love more than lying. Really? Oh. 
It's oh my god! I'm just it gives me butterflies just thinking about it. Really? Like think about think about everything you would have to do in your life. I think it's, I honestly think it's the greatest invention of all time. Think about everything you like shitty you'd have to do in your life if you couldn't lie to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. coworkers like asking to go get drinks or something. Yeah. You would have to say, "Oh yeah, I can go," instead of saying, "Oh no, I can't." To pick my brother up at the airport. Easiest way to get out of it. Yeah. Saying I miss you too to people yeah. when you don't miss them. Oh, I miss you. I don't miss you. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh, I miss I, you. I've never missed what? anyone. And no, you don't. Yeah. I miss you too. No, I don't. I, I absolutely don't. I wish I could say, oh, I don't. Yeah. But you can't. It is a great invention. It really is. It's, it's, I think it's better, the bigger invention than electricity, in my opinion. Yeah. But what else do you lie about? Sometimes I'll lie just because I like to lie. Like someone will ask me a question like, What's your dad do for work? And I'll say, oh, is he, he's an accountant. And my dad's not an accountant. But just, like, the, just the, the, the ability to lie. Just to fuck you about yeah, it? Yeah, like, just fuck to fuck you. you. Just, like, I, I can literally say anything, and it, none of it is true, and you'll never know. And it just, just stuff like that it gives me, like, butterflies in my stomach. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but there was a woman who was staying at my spot, and... She's to- she told me, I'm meeting a potential lover, and we're going to spend the weekend together. Please don't tell me that I have to wear gloves when I go back in there. I don't want to know that you're going to be clapping cheeks all weekend and repainting my walls. Just lie to me. I didn't even ask. But let's say, oh, what brings you into town? Don't say that you're meeting a potential lover. I don't need to know about... I don't need to know. I don't need to know. That's my point. This I- is a perfect case where ignorance is, is bliss. I, you don't... This is information that I would never need to know. I don't want to know that you're going to be nutting all over my condominium. Yeah. Do I have to look for white stains on the couch when I get back sort of thing? Like, yeah, I would rather, I'd much rather just you tell me you're visiting your uncle and you're probably Or gonna, say nothing. Yeah. Or because it's none of your business. Lie to me. Yeah. It's none of your business. I Sometimes know. I lie to Uber drivers. Oh, yeah. Because it just kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth when they're asking me all these questions about me and then they know where I live and you put two and two together and then the next thing you know, they show up and they want to hang out. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. I could not tell you how many Uber drivers have just showed up at my house asking to hang out with like a bag of Doritos and a six pack. Really? Yeah. And they're just like, want to watch the game. And they're already there and they drove here. They Ubered it over. They didn't ask. They Ubered themselves over. Can an Uber driver get into an Uber? That's a pretty good question. Like, is that... What if an Uber driver Ubered himself and then paid for... So wait, Not paid. So, so what he would do is he would get... Oh, well, this is what he would do. He would get in the car, cruise control, get in the back seat, cause you, and then he, he would still... He would pay the fare, but he would make it back, back I think. Rate himself five stars. Yeah, rate himself five stars. It's a good way to get five star ratings. Uber driver... You know, it'd be really uh, kill two birds with one stone. An Uber, Uber driving her, Uber driving, Uber driving himself to a, like a Black Friday sale, which I don't understand Black Friday, but he can, you know, get a free ride and then go to Black Friday, murder someone over a shitty TV that's going to be outdated in a year, and then Uber himself, Uber himself back home, and there will be no evidence because he Ubered himself. <laughs> Black Friday people are the same people that drop steam in arenas during games. It's pretty much, yeah, a- absolutely. It's a, that's a, it's a fine line. I just do they know there's the internet? There's so many deals, and Am- Amazon's basically free. Yeah, they're, I, give, they're giving shit away in Amazon. 
I ordered a Mustang on Amazon, and it just came free to my house the next day. We bought it. My parents bought our house on Amazon. Two-day shipping. And you have to wait for, like, hours outside just to get into, like, a Target. Like, yeah. a store you always go to. And you got to really be, like, shoulder-to-shoulder with people, like, fighting over You have to PS4 be ready to fight. Yeah. It's just, it's the lowest point of civilization in the history of civilization, in my opinion. I think even when cavemen were, like hurling poop at each other and, like, drawing shit on walls, that was, like, required more intellectual something, I don't know. But, like, yeah, I just feel like people stomping over each other for deals where they're, like... I understand the deals part. Don't get me wrong. I get people want to have deal or get deals for their kids and blah, blah, blah. I don't understand the violence that blows my mind. It's absolutely insane. Well, at the end of the day, you just have to realize that people in general, humans, I'd say like 95% of them are just stupid. That's true. Think about it. How, there's, most, most people are stupid. I think that's a fact. Yeah, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm really stupid. But I'm not dumb enough to go to Walmart on Black Friday, the, di- the night of Thanksgiving, essentially. Especially since ever since we started this podcast, we're, at, we're so rich now. Dude. Uh, there's no reason. I I'm running out of banks. Yeah. Because a lot of them have caps. Like, you, you, can't, you only have a certain amount of money at the... So, like, now I have to... What I have to do is I have to create my own bank to put money into it. It's, it's insane. That's, yeah, that's bad. That's something that you don't want to tell people. Like, if we ever... If we have, like, a podcast or a radio or something. It's, it's something you don't want to say because people start getting weird. They, they want to come over. Yeah. Um, they want to do your laundry. They want to... People treat me differently now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my mailman smacks my ass now. <laughs> my mind's always smacked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we'll talk about sports for once. The NHL, who's hot this week? The Buffalo Sabres are hot as fuck. It is absolutely insane. They- I think the, the starting point was Eichel going into that franchise and beating the shit out of Dan Bilesma effectively becoming the coach and the GM at the same time and turning that organization around. I think it would have happened quicker if he didn't hurt his ankle. I heard he was skateboarding. That's why. He was skateboarding in Buffalo, and he hurt his ankle, that hot, that upper ankle fracture. People skateboard in Buffalo? Yeah. It's a big, it's a big skateboard town. It's where Tony Hawk's from. Tony Hawk's from Buffalo? Yep. Look it up. I thought he was from Atlanta. I thought that's why the basketball team was the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, maybe, maybe he was born in Buffalo but raised in Atlanta? I don't know. But the the Sabres are nine straight or ten straight? Well, ten if they're, they're – they're going to be ten straight. They will not lose. I don't even know who they're playing next, but – Who the fuck cares? I hate talking about this shit. I do know something. Ken Hitchcock is back in the NHL. It's it, – honestly, it felt – something felt empty when he wasn't there. I noticed it. Like, you know, like – Food didn't taste as good, like the air wasn't as fresh. But now that Ken Hitchcock's back, it just it gives you a reason to watch hockey again. And he has so much talent to work with too, like McDavid and Drysidle. McDavid's he's decent. McDavid's he's a good bad. role. He's a good role guy, you know. Third line. He's gonna have to do a couple conditioning stints to get his feet going at this level because he is a little slow in his first three steps. But he'll get there. Yeah, for and, sure. And the thing is, like Hitchcock's gonna bring the best out of him to do that. But the thing about Hitchcock is. On NHL Network, they were saying that oh, he's been out of retirement twice now, I think. But you have to remember that he was in Dallas and St. Louis. If you know anything about those places, very humid. Now, 
if anyone knows about Ken Hitchcock, he wears triple thick goose down underwear. And you cannot simply you simply cannot coach hockey in humid climates like Dallas and St. Louis when your underwear just can't take it anymore. He's yeah. overheating. He was overheating. You can see it in his face. So I just think that in Edmonton, he's from Edmonton, he's used to the climate. His grundle is going to be well equipped to handle the weather. And um, you know, it's hard to it's hard to coach when there's you know, hot steam you know, coming up from your briefs, and that's yeah. not going to happen in Edmonton. He's going to be dry and cool climate. That's true. There's nothing worse than wet briefs. Yeah, he's a genius signing. I think, I think he faked retirement to get out of the heat down there and so he could be less saturated. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers real quick. More importantly, let's talk about his bachelor fucking loser brother. That I didn't... See, I'm not one to, like, I don't really read news. I, like, read the headline, and then I just assume that's what happens in the article. But all I saw was that Aaron Rodgers' brother, like, sold him down the river talking about how he didn't, like, make sure his parents, because his parents live near where a lot of the fires were in California. I didn't know that. Yeah, so apparently his brother, like, came out and made a statement about how Aaron... Didn't like to didn't see if his family was okay or whatever. And it started with Aaron Rodgers had a post about how he donated a million to the victims, which yeah. is awesome. It's Clearly, there's some behind the door stuff, right? Yeah. Why are you airing it out on Twitter? Well, what you, that's kind of what you expect from someone that goes on The Bachelor, though. It's someone yeah. that just like needs media attention, like they need fucking. Imagine you're commenting your brother is in the NFL star quarterback, posting relentlessly about. Donating to the victims of the fire. And you're like, hey, well, you didn't even call mom. On Twitter. Yeah. Hey, dude, try to see if you can get more attention. If he really gave a sh- Yeah, you just like, why wouldn't you just like text him and be like, hey. Keep it in house. Yeah. Don't publicly, like, it's just so ridiculous. You, oh, you, let's say you don't have Aaron's number. Cool. DM him. Find another way to contact your brother than commenting on his donation to the fire victims and saying, well, you didn't even call mom. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, what a fucking asshole. That guy sucks. Fucking loser. Have you ever watched The Bachelor? Like, I just can't handle their, their antics. The, pe- the dudes on The Bachelor. I, I, I always forget if it's The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. I don't really even know. But the one with... Dudes on The Bachelor are exactly how you expect dudes on The Bachelor to be dudes on The Bachelor. Yep. Like, just like... Fucking it reminds me of this weekend. We went out, and I'm not going to name any names. We drove to the house to pregame, and one of our friends, 10 minutes into the pregame, goes, all right, I'm going to meet a Tinder girl, and left for the rest of the night. Oh, you're fun to hang out with. Could you imagine? Could you actually even imagine? I can't really relate to people. To That's do, bachelor to guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Guys are just, their whole entire... Goal they look when at, they go out is just to hook up with chicks no matter what. They can't... Look in a microwave without looking in the reflection of it. Yeah. And then they try to FaceTime someone with the microwave because they're not that smart. <laughs> I've seen a guy do that. He's talking to a microwave. And I was like, he's, he thought he was on FaceTime. It kind of looks like an iPad. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, guys on the Bachelor are, are just... They would listen to wet jeans and be like, what? But actually, most people probably do that. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, from right here, we are going to bring in our first ever guest. Her name is Victoria Moores. She competed in the 2012 Summer Olympics, 
And um, and this guest is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Just start. Holy shit. What? Did they read the whole entire thing? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the Deco of Independence. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> the Deco. Sure. Watching football is fun, but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the games. Guys, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to be to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. Pick three games to win, three teams to win, actually, and you hit all three, you could turn 100 into 600. There's so much to bet on college basketball and football, NBA, NHL custom props, and even these sports you name it my bookie is one of the is one bet i know you'll be happy with all year i recommend these guys because i really trust them my bookie has been in business for years they've got great online reviews and their mobile site is easy easy to use sign up this week and my bookie will give you 50 percent deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll it's a great way to bank even more money when you win also make sure to follow at my bookie on twitter they personally respond to every mention in DM, not to mention that they've given away more than 10000 in free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to, to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use promo code WETJEANS and get, to get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code WETJEANS. You play, you win, you get fucking paid. Uh, Victoria, thanks for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. First things first, uh, can I get you anything to drink? Water, coffee, anything? You know, I currently have a glass of wine in my hand, so I'm good. Fantastic. So we asked a bunch of people before you to come on, but uh, unfortunately, um, you're the only one that answered us. So um, thank you for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Best you could get. (laughs) So, Victoria, you're... uh an Olympian for the Canadian team, and I was just curious, how much money after taxes uh, did you make at the Olympics? Absolutely nothing. I'm so you did a sport sorry. not for the money? No. Oh. That's crazy. And at what age did you decide that you wanted to pursue being an Olympic athlete? Um, you know what? I didn't really... I mean, I didn't really have an age. I just kind of took it day by day in the sport. I, of course, I always had the goal of reaching the Olympics, but it wasn't. I didn't apply any pressure on myself. Just. Do you think Andy is the most attractive man you've ever seen? Oh, absolutely, Robbie. Absolutely, a product of Bradley Cooper and Jesus. Wow. Uh, then why didn't you ever call me after our date in Santa Monica that one time? <laughs> Over tacos and tequila. Skinny large. So what about life after being a gymnast? Because a lot of times in most careers, um, people, it's pretty like, I mean, it's talked about it now more than ever, what people like to do. So I hate when people ask me this because I have no idea. But do you have any plans or what do you plan on doing and um, what are you doing right now? You know what? That is a very mature question, Robbie. I'm very impressed. Oh, thank you. You don't even have to answer it, though, because when people ask me that, I just kind of tell them to, to stop or I just walk away. Or usually they're not even talking to me in the first place, and I thought it was they were talking to me. 
well, I'm so glad to see you're finally growing up. My answer to the question is, it was so hard to adjust to normal life after I retired, because it's such a different lifestyle from going, going, going every second of the day to like not doing anything and just finding my groove in normal life. Because really, people don't care if you're an athlete or not in like the real world. <laughs> Nobody gives a crap. So you kind of have to figure out your ground. You really have to get different qualities other than, you know, balance on the beam. You have to find a work ethic. In an office, you have to deal with, like, people, bosses, not just, you know, your coach and the governing body of gymnastics. So that's been a really big challenge. And I, adulting, basically. Oh, interesting. And 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 I and I understand that you had uh, shoulder surgery recently, and you're currently in the process of recovering from it. What has been the most difficult part of recovering from said surgery? Probably just being patient and following rules, because I'm not very good at following rules at all. So I have like week to week instructions about what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. So it's being in those boundaries that are the hardest part because I'm very go, go, go. I love running. I love working out. So to be able to follow those rules are so hard. Tell us about your role in a movie called Full Out, uh, which features Leonardo DiCaprio, just crazy names, Margot Robbie, and you are a stunt double. And uh, tell us about that experience. <laughs> yes, Margot Robbie. I was Margot Robbie's stunt double. Right. It was a long day. I could never do any sort of acting or anything just because it's a long day of waiting around. But it was a really cool story, actually. Um, If we didn't have just 15 minutes, I'd go into it. But it's a real cool story. And you should probably watch the movie. It's on Netflix. No big deal. Folks, you heard that here first. Netflix. It's called Full Out. Go watch it. Next question is, what would you say is your favorite pump-up song? My favorite pump-up song before going out would probably be Anything by 2 Chains. That gets me fired up, gets me going. Nice. Titty boy. <laughs> it was my workout. Well, how about this? What was the routine back during your days of competing, and what is it now? Has it changed, or is there a difference? Oh, of course. I mean, I went from six hours a day of training to Holy. probably an hour. Wow. So that is a big drop. Yeah, and I, I yeah, that is a big drop. So right now, just not much, just a lot of treadmill, a lot of elliptical. Victoria, um, we just have a, before we uh, end this conversation here, we just want to know what was a better experience for you, uh, performing at the Olympics in front of millions of people or getting drunk at Venice Beach with me and Rob? Oh, God. I mean, which was more embarrassing? (laughs) You two idiots. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to have to say the Olympics was way cooler. Interesting. I was not expecting that. Just because you guys are two idiots. (laughs) I did not see that coming. Now, Victoria, um, you obviously performed with a lot of different people, a lot of different Olympians, and 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 and, we, and I'm just curious. I'm just curious who 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 is the coolest <laughs> Olympian you've ever met? <laughs> I 
just like just tear like wipe back my tears. Um, <laughs> God, you guys are so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the coolest Olympian I've ever met, uh, probably Michael Phelps. Ooh. I think he's wicked. ASU guy. What? He went to ASU, Arizona State. That's where we went. When, uh, when did you meet him? Um, I actually met him in the Olympic Village in London. We took a picture with him, me and my team, and, uh, some guy jumped in and photobombed, so I was pretty pissed. No, you fucking stupid. What in, what but also Sean White. I did meet Sean White. He's a wicked cool dude. He seems like a nice guy. He's actually the the coolest dude I've ever met. He had like a 4th of July party and ended up going. And he was really, really nice and really accommodating and just so kind. It was so nice to meet him. We do want to thank you for coming on Wet Jeans. Um, this will be available on Spotify, YouTube, uh, iTunes. MySpace. MySpace. Facebook, Twitter, anything else? Squarespace. Squarespace. Uh, iPods. E-Trade. This will be available on uh, Tumblr. LinkedIn. 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 Pinterest. And we'll shut up now, but thank you, Victoria, for coming on Wet Jeans. We really appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck. And... uh, uh, fuck, I gotta edit that out. And take care. <laughs> <laughs> Great, thanks for having me on. Don't call me again. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.